Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to The Recovery Radio. Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my website to recoveryradiokmp3.com. To get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And, as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe your day's just getting started. Maybe it's just winding down. Maybe it's somewhere right in the middle. But here we are, you and me. I am glad for that. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. I do have a piping hot cup of French Rose coffee from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. They give me nothing for mentioning that every episode. Nothing. Not one thing, those sons of bitches. But I'm not joking. They don't give me anything. Anyways. Very glad you're here with me. Very, very, very upbeat today. In a really incredible mood really really feeling amazing today just got back from my lightning speed run and um it's really windy out today the birds are going nuts so you might get a lot of a lot of that in the background but you hear that hear the wind chimes it's one of those days where it's so cool outside that the wind comes up and like kisses your cheek. It's rad. Before I get started, I want to um, thank you for the emails. And um, I'm going to respond to everyone if I haven't already. But I want to give a special shout out today to the reason the show is so popular in Dallas and it's because of Anna (laughs) that's why it's because of Anna I'm sure of it in Lake Highlands and um, (laughs) Anna's home group is in Lake Highlands and you know just doing some praying and meditating this morning and some extensive Imaginary research, I just came to the conclusion that, you know, Anna's the reason. So, anyways, thank you for that. In all seriousness, got a very nice email this morning. I'm going to respond to that properly. But um, I am getting, seriously, uh, a lot of kind of incredible information about um, this podcast and, and how much it's... Um, reaching and um, kind of blown away 
So it's a good feeling, obviously. I know it's because of how I look. All right. I'm not going to try and joke today. I'm just going to jump right into it. But sincerely, thank you for um, passing this on um, <clears throat> to other people and, and making it part of your day. It means a lot. And the emails mean a lot. You want to send me an email? Send me an email, sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Um, yeah, there's that. It is uh, Friday, and uh, I'm going to read uh, a question I got from somebody and answer that. This question comes from Lillian in Utah. She says, what's the first thing you do with a new sponsee? First thing I do with a new sponsee is I ask them questions. I do my best to surmise where they're at with um, whether or not they're alcoholic, what their understanding of that is. Um, you know, general sketch of their background. Um, where they're at with the whole God concept, spiritual principles, that kind of thing. I'll just ask them questions. I'll just kind of get to know them and just lean on intuition to guide me um, for the most part. And sometimes, for example, I'll meet with somebody and they will think they're alcoholic, but their understanding of what that means is... is I think deserving of some kind of bigger conversation. Um, for example, somebody will be like, I'm an alcoholic, but, but I can also stop on my own. I mean, people actually believe that I'm an alcoholic, but also, you know, I just have to, you know, avoid the first drink. And then after that, I'm fine. And so we'll talk about that. In short, I try to do just what's in the chapter working with others when it talks about meeting somebody and um, talking to them about the hopelessness of alcoholism as you understand it talk about your own experience um, let them talk if they need to talk I mean I don't know if this is helping but it's not a cookie cutter thing that I do every time where you got to read this, you got to read that. Some people don't have to read the doctor's opinion in my experience. Some people are like, they can't, they're having a hard time computing words, you know, or a sentence or a concept and to give them a whole thing like that to read. Sometimes I have found it counterproductive in my own life with people. Um, some people that's really beneficial, but I'll read it with them. There is a solution talks about what alcoholism is. I don't think I've ever had a sponsee read Bill's story, um, in the beginning. Um, I've never seen that as part of what has to happen, but that's, that's me. 
you know, Bill didn't sit down with Dr. Bob and have Dr. Bob read Ebby's story or understand that he got him into, you know, step three, step four through nine, up to 12, like immediately as possible. You are going to drink no matter what, if you remain blocked from a higher power. So let's get you unblocked as soon as possible. And here are the spiritual tools that I used. I'll lay them at your feet for your inspection. And then we'll see what happens. I don't chase them down. Big Book says don't do that. Don't push them. Don't force them. The desire to do this has to come from within. These are the things I think about when I'm meeting with somebody. Tempting as it may be to be like, hey man, you got to do this. You better do this. Someone's ready, they do it. Someone wants to do it, they do it. It is so simple to play God within the fellowship with all this. Live by self-propulsion with really good motives. I know, but you don't understand. This person really needs to get sober. I do understand. But many times for me, it's self-propulsion with good motives. Just just long sentence is a euphemism for plain God. So today's topic is going to be very brief. I keep it very simple, short. And the topic will be, have I already decided what today will be? Have I already decided that today will be stressful? Have I already decided that today will be Difficult. Have I already decided today will be a lot? Have I already decided today will be challenging? Have I already decided today is not going to go the way it's supposed to go? Am I on my way into my day, having already decided how it's going to be, feel, and go? And I want to bring that up because I have learned that when I do that, I am going into the day without God. What I mean by that is my experience is that God is available right 
now. Always. Right. Now. And when I am deciding what's going to happen, how it's going to go, what needs to happen, I am preventing myself or making it challenging for myself or difficult for myself to be in right now and say, God, where are you in this right now? How can I demonstrate God right now? How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts, it says in the big book, which must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along this line all we wish. So when I have already decided things about the day, I am not in now. I am not giving the day options. I'm not allowing for U-turns, off-ramps. complete change in behavior or perspective. My perspective will change the day. Today is not going to change my perspective. So if I work to change my perspective, it will change the day. But if I work to change the day and not my perspective, it's going to be a bumpy, it's going to be a bumpy road. <laughs> so I'm going to go into the day thinking, I don't know. I don't know how the day is supposed to go. I don't know what it's supposed to look like, but I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be loving. Gentle with myself, with others. Find humor and joy. Bring light where there's darkness. Seek to understand, as opposed to seek to be understood. That's my job. That's my job if things look the way I want them to, and that's my job when things don't look the way I think they should look. That's my job. It's fixed. So I don't know how it's going to be today, but I'm going to not decide that it's going to be a lot, or it's going to be hard, or it's going to be anything. I'm going to say... Where are you right now? Where is God right now? This moment. Right now. 
That's where God is. So, hopefully that helps somebody. I'm not a spokesperson for AA. I'm just one person sharing my experience with you. needs to hear it, I'll say everything's okay. I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you do the same.